Druids and cars go into festivals. They can chat about things. It's a druid podcast in cars. Sometimes the best parts of festivals are the discussions that surround them, reflections on what we did and heard, anticipation of what's to come, and processing what it all means in relation to our spiritual work. We wanted to help either introduce you to that phenomenon or extend it for you. That's what this is about. I'm Reverend Jana Vende. And I'm Reverend Michael J. Dangler. We're priests of Arnriach Fane and members of Three Cranes Grove ADF in Columbus, Ohio. We're recording these sessions actually live in cars, actually going to festivals and events, so you will hear road noise, turn signals, and navigation prompts. But that's part of what makes it fun. So... Sit back and enjoy Druids in Cars going to festivals. So I'm Mike Dangler and I am here with Jackie from the Pagan Peddler and we're at Wellspring uh, up at beautiful Tradara and we are sitting outside at a picnic table next to the Nature Spirit Shrine um, in the sun on a reasonably warm day. This is pretty awesome. It's nice. For Wellspring. (laughs) And um, we are both vendors we uh um i of course as many will know have been running the magical druid at festivals for i don't know eight years now nine years something like that and jackie you've just started started yeah about two years yeah so you more or less i met you vending i think at summerland right no, it would have been last well spring. Well, last spring, okay. Because I had, I had my tiny tin with just my bracelets. And oh, that, yes. That was, I was sitting at the tables in the pavilion That's with my tiny right. tin. I did sell two, though, so that Good. was cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so what we want to talk about today was, was kind of vending at festivals, because you've been doing it for a while, you've just started, and we've got, I'm sure, different perspectives on that, which is kind of cool. Um, for those listening at home, we are in the midst of the last day of Wellspring, and so there are folks breaking down putting stuff into cars, golf carts going by. Always cars. Who knows what's going to happen in terms of sound. So we're going to do our best, and it's a little bit windy. But, um, so tell me a little bit about your shop and what you make first. Okay. Uh, My shop name is The Pagan Peddler, mostly because I like experimenting with things, and so I did not want to have, like, one thing that I sold. I wanted to just have fun and make all kinds of things. So I peddle, literally. Um, so right now I have some woodworking stuff, and that's my latest obsession. The first thing I made were uh, these bracelets, these Didi bracelets, and then I've also done um, hand, fitting, hand fasting cords, um, some stuff in like oil or watercolor. Hoping to do more fabric stuff too, but that takes a while. It does take a while. <laughs> it's a lot of patience. Yeah, um, and you're doing all of your stuff by hand, so you're yes, you're much. making it from the raw materials and. I mean, I'm not like, you know, cutting down trees and, and making my, my wooden objects, but I, you know, <laughs> almost, almost like completely handmade. Yep. And so I've been doing this for, like I said, a while and I've got all the, the accoutrements built up of doing this over time. So I've got my pop-up pavilion and I travel with the whole damn thing and, uh, <laughs> and I've got tables that I bring and, and stuff like that. And you've been traveling a lot lighter, partially because you fly in to these things, and I mostly drive. What's your experience been like coming into festivals with essentially just stuff to sell? Yeah, basically. Um, 
it's interesting. It's it's not it's not like a hassle in particular, but it's also like I, I carry around like ten bags of random things. Yeah. And then that's kinda how I go around a festival. Again, well spring last year was just like my little tin can that I had of, of these bracelets I made. And so it's kinda nice because I could just walk around with it and be like, Hey, I have these things if you're interested. And then at Summerland I we shared a table. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. And someone also gave me like a cloth to cover it which was very nice. Um, and I had just a couple things set up there and but it's also like having a bag, either either checking a bag or not checking a bag, there's certain things you can bring, there's certain things you can't. Right. Um, and then obviously there's a weight limit and so it's and and also like I have to bring clothes. Yes. <laughs> That's nice. It, it's important. <laughs> Generally important. <laughs> um, so it's it's um, logistically you just have to think about that a lot and what you want to bring and you have to plan ahead. Yeah. A lot. I'm sure you do that too. I do. You have a whole setup and you have like bookshelves and like all kinds of cool things. Yes, we, we ended up making a bunch of our stuff, which you can tell how, how long ago we made it because some of it is falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> but um, when we're, especially when we're driving places, it's a lot easier for us to just kind of pack a bunch of tubs and right. throw them in and then we can put fixtures if we want and that kind of stuff. I do occasionally fly and I have found that there are some airlines you can fly where you don't have to pay to check bags. Right, And so yeah. I can check two bags of stuff and just have my carry-on. <laughs> That's true, yeah. And that works out really well for me, especially since all of my stuff is, much like yours, wooden and durable. And if right. it, Or books, and it's heavy. Yeah, books are heavy. Man, books, books are, are very heavy. heavy. But, um, but the other thing is, um, like, tubs and all that stuff is great because it's been raining a lot here. And I've just like been moving my table under the pavilion, <laughs> or like inside inside your canopy, because um, I you know I just have a table like a tiny table, and, and that's you know no no protection from wind or rain. Right. Um, <laughs> so you know it's it's all lightweight enough that I can move it easily, but I also have to move it. Yeah. Well, both Wellspring and Summerland have pavilions that we can set up under or near, which is really nice. Mm. Um, so does Trillium actually. They've got a a back porch that you can set up under and all the vendors typically set up under that cool and so adf festivals are actually pretty good for vending they provide space <laughs> when i went out to beyond the gates i flew out to that one they had tables they had a space inside for mm. me to set stuff up with that's a beautiful nice. view of the mountain by the way Ooh. mount adams is right outside the window so i got to sit in here oh, nice. and bend and when there weren't people i could just look out the window and there was the mountain. <laughs> so there's there's a lot of ADF festivals are really nice for vending. Uh, we've done some vending where it's not so nice. If it's like a week long, and you don't know what the weather is going to be like. Yeah. And it can it can bit get kind of complicated, but that's okay. It's part of the fun of it. It's always entertaining, <laughs> for sure. But yeah, the other thing about vending is that you have to like. I mean, you don't really do this much, but you have technically you have to like actively sell your stuff or just be like, this is this thing that you can use X, Y, Z ways. Yes. Yeah. It's been interesting to see you as you've kind of grown over the last two years in this um, with your signage improving. My signage. I yes. have a sign. You have a sign. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a, a big step. moment for me. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got the, the thing that interests me, I think, the most about your table is that you've got an honesty bag or yeah, yeah. um i forget what you call it exactly honor pouch honor pouch and well, someone so suggested that at summerland yep. and i, I didn't, and so i had a styrofoam cup that kept falling over <laughs> and i was like i gotta have something better this time so i have a little like pencil case yeah um, so people can just put stuff in when 
Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I trust ADF people in general because, like, y'all are cool. Um, or we're all cool. But um, also, like, I'm frankly just not always at my booth. Yeah. Because I like to enjoy festivals because they're Me fun. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so that's part of, that's also part of why I have that there. And I, and I also have, um, not that I, like, advertise this really, but for festivals I do have a slight discount, like a festival sale, because I try to make it, like, easier for someone to give me cash, that the, the, you know, no should, need for change. Or, you need a sign for or, that, too. Or, 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 like, I don't want something to be $27 or $32. I have something that's 32 so I just make it 30 So yeah. it's, like, easy for people. We, I, the, the thing that I do about that is if I'm out of state, because in Ohio I, I have to collect taxes up front and all that kind of stuff, but yeah. if I'm out of state, I will, I'll round it and then I'll do taxes on the back end and that mm. works out usually a lot better depending on the state there's some you have to make sure you're registered in advance and all this but that's that's actually a good idea I still am so new to sales tax <laughs> like state sales tax and it's such a headache we've talked about this before yes. but yeah it's a headache yeah the the itinerant merchant process with sales tax I was helping Andrews figure his out he's the Baltic Smith who is also mm. here and wonderful guy yes wonderful and beautiful things. Mm-hmm. And he makes all of his stuff, and it's it's gorgeous. If you ha- if you have a chance, totally go look at his Absolutely. website, um, the Baltic Smith, and um, his stuff is just it's amazing. But he had never, I guess, vended in Ohio, so I had to help him figure out what the sales tax rate was and and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, that's that's complicated as you move from jurisdiction to jurisdiction. Yeah, it's true. There's yeah. no easy place to find it. There's no easy way to register, and there's no easy way to like give them money, like actually like do the the sales tax every quarter or year yes. or, or it month. depends or a month. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, we, we recently changed to month by month in, in Ohio, and that's oh, been, that's oh been no. fun for the physical shop. Oh no. Yeah, no, that's actually the st- most stressful part is just yes. be like, how do how do I manage? Being Something a legitimate is... business person Woo! is hard. Attempting. Yes. <laughs> but you make hand fasting cords, which yes. are lovely. Okay. Um, and you do custom work as well. Yes. I like custom work. I do too. Because um, I don't have to think of the thing. Someone else can just be like, I have this idea. And I'm like, cool, I'll try to do it. What do people get to pick when they choose their, their hand fasting stuff? Um, well, right now I did one um, custom cord um, with a woman at Summerland, and so we went to the store together, and she said, like, okay, I want, like, these colors, and I was like, great, I'm gonna buy them. Um, so, but, for, for right now, I have, um, a white one, a green one, and a pink one, mm-hmm. um, based off of, like, popular colors for weddings in general. Um, I, I don't have, like, a custom, like, Etsy listing that's like, just tell me what you want, and I'll do it, but, yeah. but, you know, if you, if you, Talk, email you. Yeah, <laughs> email or um, just with Etsy, the, the messenger thing. Yeah. Yeah, just... Your stuff's know. mostly through Etsy. Yeah, mostly yeah. through Etsy. Um, but trying yeah. to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to expand social media-wise, uh, which is also kind of difficult because, like, every platform does something different. It the, does. The best thing is how, like, Facebook and Instagram, are, you can connect those, and then I don't need to think about it, but it's hard to get everything at once. Yeah. So... Pinterest just started promoting posts and things like that, as I understand Ooh. it, too. So I don't know how it works. I haven't looked at it, but that's another piece of that. And I, yeah. I've never been able to figure out how to promote content on Tumblr. Not that it matters anymore. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Tumblr was once in my life, but no. Yeah. You know, we've all outgrown it, I think. Yes. And then I know that you also make, like, deity bracelets. That was one of the things yes. that you brought the first time that I saw Yes. It's my first item. It is 
currently my most popular item, which I'm very happy about. Of course, I only have so many names, but I'm happy to, to make other ones as well if someone wants a certain one. I just made a Zeus uh, bracelet for a friend, uh, an initial friend in, in, in New York. And so it's fun because I, I have to like find a charm that I think works well with that deity, and sometimes that's difficult. And sometimes yep. it works out very, very well. Um, like my Kernunos bracelet, I have this snake, and it's in a circle, which is kind of cool because you see with a lot of the iconography, he's holding a snake, but there's also circles around him and, and traveling and money and all those things. And so I thought that was a cool symbol. Um, so sometimes you find something cool, but then also sometimes it's impossible. Because, like, for, for Odin, I'd like a spear, right? Mm -hmm. You can only find arrows, yeah. or like arrowheads. There's really nothing. Um, and so I have a, a wizard's cat, like a wizard's hat, like a wanderer's. It makes me think of Gandalf. That works. A wanderer hat. Yeah. Pulling that hat so, down over that eye he's missing. Yeah. Exactly. But, yeah, so it just depends on, on what I can find even. But it's fun to, to look and try and see what will work or not work and be creative with that. Yeah. And I know that you also have made the... Uh, the, the wood pieces yes. that you've been making. And those you're, you're burning by hand. And Pretty much. Watercoloring, I saw. Yes, watercoloring is fun. <laughs> um, yeah, no, my favorite is the, I have the, uh, the Equinox plaque, you mm -hmm. know? And so that was uh, wood burning. I got a picture and I, you know, drew it out. And then um, get a watercolor and I have these pencils that I've had forever. And so when you paint it on after you, you draw it, it like looks really vibrant and it's so pretty. Yeah. Um, but watercolor is fun to mess with. If someone were going to start, or if they wanted to start vending, if they had a thing they wanted to sell, what would you recommend to them? How legit do they want to be? Discuss <laughs> <laughs> the issues of legitimacy. But if you're just like occasionally vending, um, I would, and you have like one item, I would say what I did the first wellspring with my little tin can actually worked out quite well. Because um, people are always like, what's that? And I'm like, oh, I have, I have a thing that I made. You know, but also um, asking people ahead of time, depending on if you're driving or flying, because, like, you know, Steph Gooch gave me her table, and it's been very helpful to have um, people who help me out to, like, set up here since I'm flying. Yeah. So depending on how you're getting to a festival and what items you have, of course, make, make it easy for yourself. <laughs> yes. Somehow, and ask for help if you need it. But being, being able to be mobile and is, is kind of nice if you only have a couple of things. Um, or find someone wonderful like Michael and just be like, can I share your table, please? And, and that also works out. So, um, you're a good neighbor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, bring what you can and try not to stress about it. And also, um, you know, you don't have to bring like a ton of inventory or have all the colors of something. Um, and if you just say like, I'm happy to do something specific for you, you know, imaginary customer, um, that also works out very well because you're just person to person. So I'd say that's kind of the best way. Yeah, I kind of started the same way where I just brought random things for the most part. <laughs> and that worked out really well. I mean, we yeah. were making everything in our basement at that time. And, or a garage, depending on who it was. Who was making it, whether it was me or my partner. And, yeah, we just, we'd show up with stuff. Yeah, just in general. And, and yeah. like, people will like it or they won't like it. But you can't take, like, one festival and say, oh, people like this thing. So that's the only thing I should make. Or that's, yeah. you know, because... It's so Especially different. when we're polytheists. Yes. There's literally endless opportunities. Yeah. I, I will often say, 
um, it's great being a polytheist because you can make all these gods, but then you have all these gods to keep in stock, and <laughs> exactly. it's terrible. <laughs> That's been the hard thing about the bracelets is because like you could just keep going. Yep. Um, and I have to sometimes I have to stop myself and be like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, Beyond yeah, that note, not overwhelming yourself with like like how many items or like what variations to bring of something or you know like I just I have these um the Bridget altar stands mm -hmm. pretty much. And they're, you know, they're pretty versatile, which maybe is confusing for people. And I need to figure that out, that marketing <laughs> out. Um, but just having that so that someone knows, like, I, like, they could go to my shop and see something similar. Like, maybe I'll make other ones in the future. Um, but just having the variety, but you don't have to, you know, plan for every situation because right. that will just drive you nuts. Yep. Thanks for listening. And there's more to come. We welcome your ideas and questions. If there's something that you'd like to hear us discuss in a future episode, please drop us a line at druidsincars at threecranes.org. If you would like to donate, you can do so at threecranes.org slash donate. Druids in Cars Going to Festivals is a production of Three Cranes Grove ADF in Columbus, Ohio. Learn more about our grove at threecranes.org and more about druidry at adf.org. As always, keep circulating the tapes and let us pray with a good fire.